I've got sugar. I've got a Coke. I got a big ass list. I have a very big list myself. Broken down into pieces. Yeah, I kind of did the pieces thing too. So yeah. is everybody ready? I guess, yeah. Let's just jump right into this, shall we? Welcome back to The Watchlist with Patty and Bill. Make sure you log on to thewatchlistpod.com and check out all of our back episodes. Click on that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcast. You can also engage with us on social media at Symbol Pirate Alice, at Symbol Bill Ivory Larson, at Symbol The Watchlist Pod. And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review. It will help us immensely in 42 years get sponsorships and and stuff like that there, since we tend to plug products on <laughs> our airtime, <clears throat> even though we're not getting paid by them anyway. Right? So how are you? I'm okay. How are you? You know what? <clears throat> I'm awesome. <laughs> I, oh, I'm, right. I'm having a, I'm having a great week. This week was my birthday. Today is Dwight's birthday. Is it really? Happy yes. birthday, Dwight! Woohoo! Yeah. I don't think thanks. he hears us. He's over at the other, in the table. Okay. Well, when he's paying attention, wish him a happy birthday for me. I will let him know. So, folks, true to form, and Patty Patty was very ch- tongue-in-cheek when she asked me this earlier. She said, why aren't you sitting on the couch like a slug watching TV? Because I said that I hadn't watched anything. But <laughs> I did start something. Okay. Now, before we get into that, today is going to be our best of show. Because Patty is away for the Christmas weekend next week. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and I've got Christmas plans. And so instead of slapdashing a show together for you, we're gonna we're gonna make it a really big shoe today. Really big shoe. Really a really big shoe. And we're gonna we're gonna go over the stuff that we really liked and in my case really hated uh this past year. Now just the caveat to this Patty and I go all over the place looking for stuff to watch, so it may or may not have been released in 2022. Oh, see, I tried to narrow mine down to just released in 2022 stuff. I tried, but then there were things that I really, really, really liked that I saw in 2022. Okay. So, you know, I'm just going to do them kind of rapid fire. I'm not going to go deep dive into any of this. Okay. But I'm just putting the caveat out there that it may or may not be from 2022. For the most part, my list is stuff we have reviewed. Um, so, or yeah, I have reviewed on the show, so they could at least right. maybe find the episode it's from. And if it's one you don't remember, just ask me, and I'll uh, I'll fill in some blanks there for you. Yeah, I mean, I I kind of remember where things are. Like who's in what and blah, diddy, blah. Yeah. So, the, but before we get into that, mm-hmm. um, shout out to our friend Terry. What's up, Terry? Hey, Terry. She had asked me if I had seen the show Fleischman is in Trouble. Hmm. And I said, oh, yeah, isn't that, isn't that that show on, on Hulu? And she said, yes. And she wanted me to watch it to get my take on it. Because the main character in it, who is played by, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Bladdy Blee. It's um, Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, he plays a Jewish doctor, and she had, and she asked me if what my perspective would be as somebody who is not Jewish watching this show. Would I think it's funny? Would I get some of it? So I started to watch it, and above and beyond all of that. It's a show about a guy who is starting to rebuild his life um, after 40. And um, he goes into app dating after he gets a divorce from the worst woman in the world, played by Claire Danes, Mm -hmm. at least in episode one. I I do not know 
if this is a, hey, there are two sides of every story kind of thing, I do not know what they're, you know, what broke them apart eventually. But she, her character is so loathsome that it makes me wonder how anybody got with her in the first place. Hmm. And his daughter in the show is turning out to be very much like her. Hmm. And they they kind of make fun of that in the show. They say (laughs) that everything that she says could be followed up immediately by the words, you fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) And, And I thought that that was hilarious. But what really makes this show watchable for me is Jesse Eisenberg. Because you instantly root for him and the show actually opens. You know, usually you get these these sweeping shots of a city where the show is supposed to take place and all of that. And this takes place in New York City, unabashedly New York City. Mm-hmm. But it's upside down. And so you're zooming in immediately in this story from an upside-down, topsy-turvy time in this guy's life. And I liked that. It set the mood immediately. Okay. So this is a show that I would stick with. Hmm. I will come back with a more in-depth review of all the episodes when I when I watch them. But that's my, my kind of going into it with, without knowing anything review of Fleischman is in trouble. Okay. Yeah. The one show that I wanted to mention, it's a new animated series on Netflix. It's based on a webtoon that I have actually been reading. Um, and you could read it. There's an app for American phones called huh, Webtoons. You just download it and you could read it for free. Uh, it's called Lookism. And Lookism is a term used to describe how your looks are more important than anything it's what gets you jobs and friends and forward in life lookism sure and the the story is about a high school kid who's he's the short fat kid that gets picked on and bullied and beaten and humiliated and he tells his mom he wants to go to a different school and they find a way to send him transfer him to a different school and he wakes up that morning and he is in a whole new body. He is oh, this tall, gorgeous, muscular guy. And when he turns around, he sees his short, fat body asleep. And it turns out that when one body is asleep, the other body is awake, and his consciousness just moves between the two. Interesting. So he starts school at this new school in this gorgeous, handsome boy body. And then at night, he works at the uh, convenience store in his old body. And he learns how you're, how you're treated differently based on, completely based on what you look like. I show you. <laughs> you got I'm a mouthful. stuffing my face. <laughs> yeah. Well. And the premise is really good. However, this is a, a Korean webtoon story. And the bullying is really intense. I find that K-drama bullying in high school is far more intense and violent than in American shows. I don't remember any American teen shows where they were chasing you with a bat and they're beating you with bats and weaponry in school and nobody's doing nothing. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on here. I don't remember this in any of the shows I saw. Not TV shows, but in movies. Oh, I'm talking about TV shows. Their K drama TV shows. Their their bullying is horrifically violent. And this is an animated show, so they make it more. And with the webtoon, as you go further than just what this one season of this uh, lookism show d- shows you, it starts to spiral from. Away from our guy who's got the two bodies into like this gang war stuff across all of Korea. And oh, is it violent? Oh my God, is it violent? And I keep, I'm continuing, I'm I'm continuing to read it. Like, when are we going to get back to him? 
in the webtoon, the American, the English version of the webtoon, our main guy's name is Daniel, and he uses his same name for both bodies, which can be confusing for other people. But in this, the Netflix show, the Ameri- the American, the English dub, they still use the Korean names for the characters. All right, it's not a new story, not by any stretch of the imagination. The premise, the premise isn't new. Yeah, the premise is not new because if you remember all those movies from the 90s and the 2000s, like even going back to Pretty in Pink and all that other sort of shit, when you put make when you put makeup on somebody or you finally start realizing somebody is different than a perception. And then you have movies like what's the is it who's the duff or what's the duff? Uh, I didn't she's see it, the but duff. I know what you're talking about, yeah. You know, that whole thing is not new. No, that part's not new. It would be interesting, though, and I and I know I give you a ration of shit for Korean stuff, but that would be interesting as a live action show. It could be, yeah, yeah. Just because they could get two kids who, you know, would play the same part to show the difference between good looking and fat. Oh, and that's and, ex- and that. that's how it's drawn. They have the two different like the guy looks totally different. It's not the same guy made up. It's two right, different. Exactly. But it's also animated. And there is a a backstory for that beautiful body. Like this this person or this look existed somewhere in the webtoon. We haven't gotten there yet, but there's another character who also has two bodies. In the yeah, right. the, the it's true in the um in yeah, the Netflix okay. show we do see another character where we didn't get to that part yet but we do we are introduced to the person so you we have an idea that this has happened to somebody else but we don't know that whole back thing yet which I think that would be an interesting ang- that's an interesting angle because usually when somebody is just suddenly different you don't really get why or how this happened or any of that uh, aside but from it, when they do the makeup shit but that's that's not the and same it would as be, this yeah it would also be a different take on freaky friday where the girl yeah. you know transfers from the parent but instead you could have the football jock go into the fat kid and vice versa oh that's happened too i've seen that in a show i, I saw that in another show yeah yeah but in korea or here it was a japanese yeah maybe so but i'm I'm sure they've done that they've if they've done freaky friday they've done that here too and american shows i've seen it i know i have but it but the premise is sound because everybody treats people differently based on looks i mean it's the it it is the only thing that we have to go on from go Mm -hmm. unless you meet somebody online or through email or something like that the only thing you have to go on is is the physical appearance of the person in front of you. Yeah. So it is an interesting premise. Yeah. And, and you like this thing? I do. I like it. I like it a lot. I think it's good. It is definitely, it's, even though it's an animated show, this is not for children because it is very violent. And yeah. no, it is. Yeah. No, I mean like beating up people violent. No, this I, under, I little, understand. This is that. not a little kid cartoon. Um, and our main guy also learns that because of having been beat up a lot, being in the new body that is thinner and more muscular, he's actually a damn good fighter because he's learned how to anticipate being hit and to block things. It's just his little body couldn't move quite fast enough, apparently. Which I thought that was an interesting angle to go at as well. You know? So you dig this, and, it, I and dig where it. is it? Netflix? It's on Netflix. It's called Lookism. All right. We watch a fuck lot of shit. I do watch a fuck lot of shit. And you watch a fuck lot more shit than I do. I do. Not just American stuff and Korean, you know, but Korean stuff and and stuff, but wow. Mm-hmm. We watch a lot of shit. I do. So, don't we deserve a paycheck, people? Oh, I'm sorry. I just <laughs> had to throw that out there. So, the way I divided my list was I did it threefold. I did entertaining. Mm. I did the best of what I saw this year. Mm-hmm. And then I saw avoid like the plague. Ah. 
Well, I just wanted to say that I'm not going to go into all of the plots of all of these things. Oh, God. Yeah. that that This would be like a 12-hour It would be like a five-hour show. It'd be 12 hours because you got to include mine, it, too. Right. And again, <laughs> like Patty said, if you're interested in any of these shows, Google them. But also make sure you log on to thewatchlistpod.com and scroll through because all of our past episodes will be there with reviews of, of everything that yeah, I'm I'll, going to list today. And I can, I'll put at least links to a, a trailer somewhere for these on our website for this particular episode as well. Oh, good. Because I made my list in an email just to send to you. Oh, that's amazing. I'm smart like that. You are, aren't right. you? Do you want a rock, paper, scissors well, for here, who goes let me first? Explain now how I've broken my list oh, down. Oh, you betcha. Okay. So I've got the best, which is not in any particular order, but it's by stuff that stuck with me. Like these are shows that stuck with me that I watched. And then I have some honorable mentions, which are shows I liked and I would like to, you know, mention them. Then I have a short list of movies, not a big one because I haven't seen a whole lot of movies that are from 2022. And then I have my list of Korean stuff. Then there's the not quite the worst, but not really that great. There's the worst. And then because I needed some uh, reminders of what actually came out in 2022, I looked up a bunch of other best lists. And these are ones that were mentioned on many lists, but I have never seen them. So there's a short list of those. Okay. And that's um, that's how my list is made up. So, so how many Korean things do you have? I wasn't gonna describe them all. I was just gonna do a quick thing. And a okay, because I was gonna say, do you want to knock those out first? Yeah, you know yeah. Let's knock them out. I'll leave those top three for my best list, and I'll do the others. So, right. uh, if you're interested in Korean dramas and you want to watch some. I believe all of these, uh, there's a couple that aren't on uh, Netflix, but most of them are. Um, there's 39, My Liberation Notes. Um, those are like slice of life ones. The Sound of Magic is kind of a fantasy. Born Again and Again My Life, those are both time travel-y kind of ones where the guy goes back in time and relives his life. Um, Why Her is like a, a mystery drama. Ghost Doctor is a comedy about a ghost that possesses a guy and they're both doctors, which is really, it's really funny. Black Dog is a slice of life but new teacher show, which I thought was really interesting, really good. Um, Eve is one of those like, like a dynasty nighttime kind of soaps. Little Women, which is not not about not the same Little Women that you remember, and actually it's quite different. It's a really good one. And then All of Us Are Dead, which is the zombie monster t high school thing. And the last one is I've done a review of this one, Extraordinary Attorney Wu. She's the yeah, first ever that. autistic lawyer, because it's absolutely adorable. So that's my okay. my quick list. Any of these would be a good one to start with. Um, Black Dog, Why Her, Eve, Again My Life, and Born Again. Those are all on Vicky. The rest are all on Netflix. And I... Oh, I skipped um, Alchemy of Souls. That is one of those, like, martial arts fantasy series. And they just have season two out now as well. So, But that started this year. So that's all 2022 it's it's a fun one to watch, The Alchemy of Souls, if you like that martial artsy kind of flying magic-y stuff. Let's 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 get the worst out of the way. Yeah, I think all of these I have... are on well, all but one is Netflixed. Okay. So why don't you go with your worst and then I will do my worst. Okay. So these right. are not in any particular order. Uh Winks, that Wink Saga, fairy, weird-ass, teeny, CW-type show, that was that was awful. Also, School of Good and Evil, that was really kind of shitty, too. And then that 
as I was reviewing it with you, I realized just how horrible it was. Half bad, the bastard son and the devil himself. Wait, which one was this one? It's half bad, the bastard son and the devil himself. It's a British fantasy thing where you get the dark magic guys and then the the white magic and of course oh, yeah, the kids like right. half yeah, white yeah, half yeah. dark yeah yeah that was yeah, yeah exactly with the racial under overtones yeah, the whole to it yeah racial in your face tones yeah yeah fuck that show yeah and then sideways that one called echoes with michelle monahan being twins who've been changing each other's oh, lives oh yeah i forgot about I that barely piece of got shit. through like two episodes of that and then I didn't even oh, bother yeah. to watch it because I knew it was going to be absolute shit. How I Met Your Father. Oh, I forgot about that piece of shit, too. <laughs> Thank you for adding those. <clears throat> so those are my absolute worst because they're the ones ah, that I could remember. Right. That's so how bad I they will, were. I will absolutely start my list with the last two that you mentioned. How I Met Your Father is terrible. Oh, I yeah. Oh my god. I I think that <laughs> I didn't even give it time to watch it cuz I knew it was just going to be shit. It it was it, it it is a bored tired retread trying to be of how I met your mother. <laughs> um which actually in a lot of cases is very dated in and of itself right now. But how I met your father is terrible and echoes. Oh my god. It it yeah. Good call on that one. All right. So in no particular order, Halloween ends. That is on Peacock, the last, supposed last, of the Michael Myers Halloween movies, the new ones. I've got Firestarter. Oh, you saw on, that? Yeah. I didn't don't even, you remember I talked about yeah, it? I don't know. I Well, I, I didn't bother to watch it, so... Good. Yeah. <laughs> you saved yourself like almost two hours. Oh my gosh. Good for you. Okay. It's called Check It Out with Dr. Steve Brule, and it is on HBO Max, and it stars John C. Riley. Wow. Now, that could be some clever, like way too clever for school kind of show, but I just thought it was weird and fucked up and I remember not your worth my time. That. I do. Yeah. The Northman. Went to go see that in a movie theater because I thought it was going to be an action-packed, you know, slash fest, and it's a fucking art film. <laughs> now, again, <laughs> and I realized as that came out of my mouth that, oh, Bill, you must be against art movies. No, I'm not against art movies. I am against being baited and switched. Yes, I am against that as well. Now, it is to the studio's credit that they put together a kick-ass trailer for it that made me think I was going to get something way different than what I got. But the movie did itself a disservice by not marketing itself as an art film, but as a mainstream action picture. Mm -hmm. So that's why I disliked it, because I was expecting one thing and got a completely different thing. House of Gucci... Oh, I forgot about that. Yes. House of Gucci, which is so now on bad. Amazon Prime, the Lady Gaga, blah -de -de blee The trailer kicked ass. Oh, my God. The trailer dripped, and it was awesome. And then you get to the movie, mm. and it's just not great. Yeah, that was bad. And, and finally, The King's Man. Uh, the prequel to the Kingsman movies. Mm -hmm. So technically, the third movie in the in this whole thing, but the the origin story of all of it, it's just plain bad. Hmm. So those were my those were my six plus your two of the worst I saw this year. So my four, not quite worst, but not really that great either. Shows are that Lord of the Rings. Uh, series yeah. on Amazon and or Hocus Pocus 2 and House of the Dragon. Oh, that made one of my lists. Yeah, it's not quite the worst House of the Dragon, but it's not... I mean, I'm not, like, excited about it. Like, the, uh, the my actual 
bests and the honorable mentions were like, yeah, that I want to talk to people about that. But House of the Dragon, I really didn't care enough to talk to people about. So my next list is entertaining. Hmm. Not the best, not the worst. But, you know, it was amusing enough for me to go through and finish if it was a series. Or, you know what, it was actually really funny. It's just not high art and not at the same level as other stuff. But these are the things that actually held my interest and I really, really liked. Mm -hmm. And I'll start with House of the Dragon. Again, these are in no particular order. No particular order. Not at all. House of the Dragon, I think in terms of when you compare it to other shows like that fucking Lord of the Rings, Revenge of My Dick (laughs) show, I mean, my God. I mean, you slog through that just to get to the final couple of episodes where it finally got good. Like, uh, if I had to put those two head to head, I would definitely pick House of the Dragon. Absolutely, yes. And I and I say that one because there's a hell of a lot more dragon action, and in it this, was in far better paced. Far, far by better. far better. Comparing paced. the two, like they Just comparing the two, yes. Right, it, because Lord of the Rings, you know, like my God, my brain is hurting, could have easily been shaved by two episodes at least for yeah. the shit that they had going yeah. on in that show, and it would have been way tighter. So House of the Dragon. Dexter New Blood. Oh. Mm-hmm. And and the reason I put that on there is because, you know what? I love Dexter. I even love the ending of the of the original Dexter. And that was a very divisive ending. So one or two plot points aside, I thought this was a great I thought this was a great sort of coda to all of that. Yeah, I watched that with Dwight. I it was good. Yeah. It was entertaining, yeah. Yeah. All right, so um, Moon Knight on Disney Plus. I I enjoyed that. My thing about uh, the Marvel Universe now is, and I just figured this out before we went on air. I love saying mm-hmm. that. We went on the air. <laughs> Was that when the Marvel Universe started, back in 2008 we had to wait for a movie to come out so in 2008 we only had one of these actually no we had two of these fuckers we had um iron man and we had the incredible hulk but to further the story to further the overarching story you needed to wait for a movie now there are both the movies and these tv shows so we have gotten extremely bogged down in okay how many shows are coming out what's coming out where is it going to come out and i've got to watch it because it's another piece to this puzzle and all of that so that's where my frustration with the marvel cinematic universe comes in but moon knight very entertaining welcome to flatch it is on fox and you can catch up with it on hulu i think it's hilarious um just a sort of docu uh like a mockumentary about life in a in a small town, which is an actual remake of a British show, but I like the American show better. Murderville. Oh, yes. On Netflix. The um the just um improvisational comedy where celebrities actually try to solve a murder. <laughs> Some of it, you could tell some of it is actually really staged, but it, it is done in such a way that it's just amusing as shit. I saw on Netflix, they have one the, one of those, a new one, Who Killed Santa? Oh, all right. I'll check that out. Yeah. So the next, uh, the next movie on my list, Ambulance, the action picture with Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, okay. Directed by Michael Bay. Spiderhead, oh, the yeah. uh, Chris Hemsworth movie. Yes, 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 uh, yes. That's on Netflix. Prey. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yes. Uh, on Hulu, 
the 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 best predator movie to come out in a long time yes yes um yes a christmas story christmas i really enjoyed that brand new movie what happened to ralphie and and i just think it's it's great um the cheesy but kind of charming show blockbuster Mm. on netflix okay Bullet Train with Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. The 355 with Jessica Chastain. Mm. And The Devil's Hour with Peter Capaldi. So that is my oh, yes. list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is my list of entertaining. Okay. That should actually float your boat for whatever kind of mood you're in. And as you could tell by the shit that I watch, I'm all up into action and sci-fi yeah. and all that sh- and comedy. The... Yeah, there, there ain't no drama there. <laughs> Although I would put, and I was looking through our list, I would put, you know, the new season of The Crown in there. Mm, okay. You know, I would, I would do stuff like that, but for some reason that just didn't make my criteria for this list. So those are Fair. those. Are, that's my entertaining okay. part of the list. My five movies are Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, Nope, Jerry and Marge Go Large, because that was just a charming, fun little movie, The Greatest Beer Run Ever, because it's part, like, it is based on true stuff, and it was just friggin', I really like that. And then the last one is a Korean film, Uh, it officially came out last year, but... It wasn't available here until this year, so I'm counting it. It's called Emergency Declaration. I haven't had a chance to review it on our show yet, but it's about a guy who um, releases, he's gets on a plane and releases this horrible mutated virus that will kill you almost, like, it just slowly is going to kill you quickly <laughs> i don't know how to say it it take it it, it will kill you. It, you there's no cure for it um <clears throat> he has mutated it in his own laboratory and he's pissed off at the world so he's releasing it on this airplane that's flying from korea to la so it's got a good long time to spread itself through everybody on the plane and then the hijinks that happen from it sure. <laughs> i mean it's it was really good i really liked this movie i thought it was a lot of well, i wouldn't say it's a lot of fun it was very entertaining and very exciting to watch emergency yeah. declaration i rented it now those are your favorite those movies? are the five movies yes specifically movies okay so you have favorite tv yes shows then the next. best tvs are next because that's my big that's my big category right. of what I watch is TV sto- shows. All right. So I will then go through my best movies, and then I will go through my best TV shows slash limited series. Okay. How's that? Sure. <laughs> Hustle on Netflix. An amazing, amazing basketball picture movie about Philadelphia. Starring uh, Adam Sandler. It's amazing. Um, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. And I realized it was released last year, but I saw it this year in preparation for the Oscars. Totally deserved to win, and I'm glad that she did. Top Gun Maverick. I still haven't seen it, which is why it's not on uh, any of my lists. I I'll tell you what you I am making this prediction right fucking now. Top Gun Maverick will get nominated for Best Picture. I probably will. It will not win. Yeah, probably not. But it but it will probably win for technical categories like cinematography or set design or some shit sound, like that. Sound, yeah. S- sound, sound effects, editing, the whole bit. But I bet you, it will get nominated for Best Picture. Because it's just that damn good. Um, another movie. 
I Care a Lot, the movie about conservatorship. <gasps> right. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I remember watching that. Yes, that was good. A movie that I resisted until I saw it, and then I my heart just fucking melted. West Side Story. No, I went ahead and just dove right in because I like that musical. Well, I do too, I and that's forgot, why I was hesitant. I just forgot to mention it. <laughs> These are the ones that stuck with me. I like I listed the five that stuck with me. Got to keep the list short. Oh, I know. Turning <clears throat> Red, the Disney movie. Love that movie. Oh, yes, yes, yes. All the Old Knives, starring Chris Pine and Tandue Newton. That was a good movie. Basically a two-person play about spies and shit like that and how they had this past relationship, and uh, it's just really fucking good. Uh, the Batman. And... I was skeptical as well because, you know, fucking Twilight was the star of this movie. Cedric Diggory but I'll tell was you, the star. Of yeah, movie. Cedric Diggory was the star of this. <laughs> <laughs> so Twilight Harry Potter was the star of this movie? He's not Harry Potter. He's Cedric Diggory. Uh, whatever. Twilight Cedric Diggory oh was God. the star of this mm -hmm. movie. <laughs> and I'll tell you what. He plays a fucking good Batman. That's good to know. Now, I will say this, though. The absolute best Batman to be cast is Ben Affleck. Because Batman is a very dual character. You have to be a billionaire playboy, and you have to be a badass vigilante. Robert Pattinson did the badass vigilante very well, in a very moody, very dark take on this which is where I, which is why i kind of liked where dc was going but now that dc has all been like destroyed and they're going to remake it mm -hmm. but the batman one of the best movies i i've seen this year okay uh and the the last movie actually i don't yeah that was it that was all for my movies the rest are our tv shows all right Okay. My honorable mentions before I get to my best list are uh, the series From, which is on Epics, and it's about those people who, they like they get lost and then they find themselves circling through the same town over and over, and then on the same street, and then it turns out that this whole town is just people who are all lost and they're trapped there now and they can't get out, and at night, um, mm -hmm. bad things happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's that series. As it do. Yep. Interview with a Vampire. Okay. That's on AMC+. Plus. Yeah. Paper Girls, which was based on a comic series that's on a a Amazon Prime. Reservation Dogs on Hulu. Shining. Yeah. That, that's a good... Sh I really like it. Uh, Shining Girls, which I found on... Shit. It's got... Uh, Handmaid's Tale, Elizabeth Moss in it, and she's hopping around like timelines and realities and shit, and I can't remember where I found that at. It'll be on our website. And then Sandman, because I know some people loved yeah. it, some people hate it, but I really liked it. I liked the comic, and that's why it gets an honorable, honorable mention. Got it. There you go. All right. Are you ready? For your best list, sure. My best of what I saw in 2022. Okay. May or may not have debuted in 2022, but I already gave you my movies. Mm -hmm. Here come my TV shows. Okay. Inside Man. I haven't watched that one yet. With Stanley Tucci and Doctor Who. <laughs> David Tennant for those who don't yeah, okay. know I know I, just throwing out there for those who don't Pam and Tommy really 
I saw that on a lot oh of worst lists. Oh, my God. Lists. No, fuck that. Mm. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. Pam and Tommy rocks. It's <laughs> so good. And I'll tell you what, the performances in it make it. I mean, there's one episode where you could tell that all of the tattoos that they put on Sebastian Stan were fake as shit. <laughs> and, I, and I don't know how they do it. I'm imagining that some makeup artist somewhere has appliques, mm -hmm. right? And, you know, just because if you're doing multiple days of shooting, they have to look exactly the same, be in the exact same position and all of that. So they must do basically the adult version of, like, you know, you put the thing on your skin and you lick it and you keep it there yeah, for five yeah, seconds. Then you pull like off the paper and it's there. But then they must add some type of foundation to your skin to make it look like it's actually blended in. Well, there was one episode where they didn't do that. Oh, so they all just look like those peel and stick <laughs> tattoos. And it was just like, all right. But I'll tell you what, Lily James's performance as Pamela Lee was really affecting. Hmm. And Sebastian Stan had a ball playing Tommy Lee. Anyway, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And it's, it's, it's so hard these days to do Star Wars correctly because everything, and if you're listening, Disney, because I know you are. I know we have a star-studded listening audience. They just don't want to say that they listen to us for fear of becoming super popular. True. It is true. Look it up. <laughs> but, the, but people at Disney... Stop anchoring yourself to the Skywalker saga. There are far more stories in that universe, which is why The Mandalorian works so well. But Ewan McGregor coming back to the role of Obi-Wan Kenobi makes up for how shitty the prequels were. Okay. And does, and does expand on him and uh, Anakin slash Vader's relationship. Plus, there are some badass um, lightsaber And seeing Leia show. as a kid. More Leia, please. Oh, More Leia. That little girl as Leia? Fuck yes. Give me a show with that character all the time. Yep. I want to see that little girl grow up. That was a very good point. Mm -hmm. Okay. Woke on Hulu about the black man who, after a run-in with the cops, becomes awakened to all of the racism that's, that he had shielded himself from. But it's done in a very comedic sense because he is actually a comic book artist. So how do his newfound feelings and politics enter into this world that fed him for so many years? Um... I forgot. Oh, I forgot this movie too. I'm sorry. Oh. Um, going back to the movies for a second, The Cleaner, with Samuel Jackson, Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. It's a movie from 2007, but it was really, really. <laughs> uh, Reacher, on Amazon Prime. Oh, I started watching that. I never did go back. Where they finally got somebody who is of towering yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, stature to play Jack Reacher, mm -hmm. was very good. Very, very good. Slow Horses on Apple TV+. Plus. Ted Lasso on Apple TV+. Plus. And I will tell you this, folks. If you're not watching fucking Ted Lasso, you are missing out. I guess I'm missing out because I have yet to watch you are missing any out. Ted Lasso. It, it, it got kind of dark at the end of season two, toward the end of season two through the end of it. Mm. But I have no doubt that they are going to bring it back because the performance by Jason Sudeikis does deserve the Emmys that he's winning for this role. She-Hulk. Oh, that's on my list. I love it. I love She-Hulk. Uh, I'll tell you what. I like this show, even though there are probably some things in it that ladder up to the overarching news story that's coming down. But what I like about this is that it's a comedy. It's a comedy. It's just a it's a fun little sitcom. And Tatiana Maslany is amazing. Tatiana Maslany is is fucking great I and is love her. perfect I casting love her. for this. Yes, perfect. So perfect. 
She-Hulk should be watched. Yes. Um, The Undeclared War, and that is on Peacock. Okay, that explains why I don't know that show. Got it. The Resort. I saw two episodes of that, and then it's Peacock, so I couldn't watch more. And right, <laughs> but I uh, wanted to. I really wanted to, because those first couple episodes are damn good. the The terminal list on Amazon Prime that also made a lot of worst lists. And see, there's sometimes where you just have to take something with a grain of salt, and and just kind of go into it for what it is. And for what it was, I thought it was really, really well done. All right. Um, Halo on Paramount+. I have Plus. not seen that yet. I am, go- I am going to say this now. I am not a gamer. I wish I were <laughs> because Henry Cavill is and I want him to be my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Although I would look like his fucking duff standing next to him, this big, fat, six-foot-one guy. Next to somebody who's six two and Superman slash The Witcher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Anyway, um, but Halo, based on the video game, we followed and enjoyed. So you liked it? I did. I I really liked it. Although now that I'm thinking about it, it's not my best. It's entertaining. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll throw it on my entertaining. Let me move down to entertaining. Okay. All right, hang on. <laughs> Highlight, copy, go up, paste, paste, go back down, delete. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Minx on HBO Max. The story about the early 1970s uh, porno mag for women, uh, which has already been canceled. Oh, rats. And, and, and I am really disappointed by that because after those eight or ten episodes or whatever there were, I really wanted more because I liked the characters. I liked the way they drew this time. And I wanted to see where they went with it. And just read the other day that is part of this whole... Warner Brothers shake-up bullshit, it is gone. But season one is good. It does have an ending to it. Okay. So if you are of the mind and want something pretty darn good, watch that. And my last thing, God's favorite idiot. Hmm. I like what it says about religion. Hmm. Because I believe in God. But you don't have to believe in God. And God is okay with that. And if you are Jewish, that's fine too. If you believe in the if you believe in the Quran, that's okay too. And it and it's a good show that through this one character who actually meets God and gets an assignment, mm-hmm. it's just entertaining and funny and at the time that I watched it, I thought it was very needed and leads into a season two, so I hope it gets a season two pickup. All right. That's God's favorite idiot. Okay. And that that is my list, ladies right. and gentlemen. So my best list, uh, this is on Apple Plus. It's called The After Party. I don't think I had a chance to review it on our show, but it stars Tiffany Haddish. And it's this murder mystery from a high school reunion. And then they go to this after party where somebody's murdered. And she's uh, one of the detectives. And you see, and just like in all of those, um, everybody has their own side of the story kind of things. This whole series is everybody's story of what, what they saw and where they were at the time. And it's from their point of view. So you see the weird shit going on just from their point of view. It was just so much fun to watch. And there's a whole bunch of other people that I recognize, but I don't know what they're from. It's it's one of those. And it's called the it's after, called the after party. party. And other than Tiffany Haddish, it's got all those, that guy from that thing and that girl from that show that I watched that one time or that one episode of that other thing. It's all those people. Oh, it's got 
uh, Ilana Glazer in it, Tiffany Haddish, Dave Franco, Zoe Chow. Oh, my God. It is a whole bunch of faces that you know. Ike Barinholtz. Yeah, it's all them. They're all in it. And everybody's story is just so fun to watch. And this whole thing was so much fun. Dwight is the one who started watching it. And when he first put it on, I thought it was like some little like short, like a skit kind of a show. And then he puts it on, it, it like it keeps going, and I'm like, wait, what? Huh? This is like a full-on series? Oh. So then I'm all into it, and it was a lot of fun to watch. It's on Apple TV+. Plus. It's called The After Party. The next one, also on Apple TV+, Plus, Severance. It's That's that weird show with uh, yeah. the people who, they're, they're severed, where they're any is their person at work and then when they get on that elevator and and leave work you have their Audi and they don't know what they did at work and the worker doesn't know what's going on outside they could have a cut on their hand and I have no idea where they got it the people at work they don't know if they have kids families wives they don't even know where they live that's that weird weird show but it's so good it's so good and weird and the next one is also on Apple TV plus pachinko this is the it's based on a novel and it's the story of like one family's lineage across uh across decades so you see our the main girl when she's born as a kid when she's a teenager through her adulthood and into becoming a grandmother and then her family and her kids and grandkids and in the book it's it's a linear story but in the TV series, they're hopping around the timeline. So you go from when she, when Grandma's born and when she meets her man. And then you see the grandson's story and what's going on over there in the 80s. It's kind of, it's hopping all over. But it's really good and I hope it gets a season two because they didn't even get to half the stuff that's in the book. The next Apple TV Plus cool. is Five Days at Memorial. That's based on the events that happened at Memorial Hospital after Hurricane Katrina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one, I, I really like that. that one. And then, of course, yep. She-Hulk from Disney Plus is next on my list. And then Tokyo Vice. This is on HBO Max, and I really hope this Warner Discovery shit doesn't fuck with that because they left that on a, a big cliffhanger. But it's a uh, the true. It's based on true events of a guy who's a reporter. He's American. He goes to Tokyo because he wants to be a reporter in Japan, gets the job at a paper. But because he's an American and they don't like foreigners so much, he's kind of given the, the shitty jobs. But he wants to be like a, a big deal reporter. And he gets into this whole underworld, the mob kind of of Japan, the Yakuza and stuff. And he's trying to break into that story and... Who? Is that Jake Gyllenhaal? No, that's the guy whose name I can't remember who's been in stuff, but I didn't recognize him. (laughs) (laughs) If that helps in any way. I didn't make any notes about any of these things. Um, Oh my God. Ansel Eggert. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, basically Baby Driver or West Side Story. Okay, yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's he's been in the stuff, but I didn't really recognize him because I'd never seen him in anything. Ah, uh, see, ah, uh, see, ah. Uh, I got more. I'm I got sorry. more. I just You're had to make so many sound effects. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're slowing me down. Trainwreck, the docu-series, Woodstock 1999. That was just some fucked up shit. Oh, that you need, everybody needs to watch that. Trainwreck. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's on Netflix. And then the last three are my Korean dramas. Tomorrow which is a show based on uh, Grim Reapers who, instead of collecting your soul after you die, they are trying to prevent suicides from happening to keep let the people live out the rest of their natural life. That's been this, it's this tiny it. little good. group. And those stories, this is also based on a webtoon that I've been reading. And holy shit, the stories of these people damn it's like wow they're heavy except for the one about the dog which was really kind of adorable 
the and then the next show is called If You Wish Upon Me. This is a guy who he's gotten he's kind of having a shit life and he's been messed up in some crime stuff and he gets caught and he's sentenced to uh, community service which he he does at a senior citizens home and there's a group at that senior citizens home that they're uh, they grant people's last wishes like like what is before they die what's the one thing you really want to you know to experience to see to have and th- this group they they take the people like the one man he just wanted to go sit on the beach where his wife's grave is and just sit there and that was his final wish and that's what these folks do they they grant somebody's final wish and that kind of pulls our guy who's been in the crime kind of out of his like he's insulated himself from people so much because he's always been hurt and it pulls him out of that and he starts to relate to people and starts actually enjoying his life it's Another one of those, like, tearjerker every episode because it's an old folks home and they're granting people's last wishes. It's, you know, it's a little heavy there at the end. And the last show is called Tracer. This is, I never thought a show about, like, IRS tax collectors, but this is the Korean IRS tax collectors would be interesting to watch. But it is. They make it like like a crime show as they find people who are tax evaders and like embezzlers and shit. And it was just really good. There's two parts. There's parts one and two of Tracer. The last two, If You Wish Upon Me and Tracer, both are on Vicky. Tomorrow is on Netflix. And that is my list of the bests. Awesome. And shows that I've never seen but were on all the other best lists. Have you watched The Bear? No, but I, I've heard that that's Yeah, really The Bear, good. Station Eleven. I've never even heard of Station yeah. Eleven. I've heard of Station Eleven. We Own This City is another one. The Last yeah. Days of Ptolemy Gray. That I think it has Samuel L. Jackson in it, I think. Okay. And, well, you've seen it and you rave about it. El- Abbott Elementary. Oh, I yeah, I have yet to watch it. I don't know what is holding me back, but yeah. I forgot to even and mention that. And you didn't even that. mention yeah, it. <laughs> actually. And I and I and I well that is only because I think it is just in the stratosphere right now of comedies. Mm, yeah. And so it is just so ingrained into my likable list that I want it that I just kind of put it over there because it's so good. But yes, you're right. Abbott Elementary, one of my absolute favorites. And it's of, on of everybody's top whatever list of shows. Yeah. Those five are on everybody's top whatever list of shows. Huh. Interesting. But I have not seen but any But it of just them. proves. But look at how much different shit we all oh, watched. God, yeah. Oh, my God. And that's not even scratching the surface. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Those are the ones I could immediately think of. (laughs) So then, and shout out to David. David, David. thank you as always for forwarding us all the the news and stuff about what's going on with HBO and and all that other sort of crap. There's just going to be another thing where they're going to dump these shows that they pulled off onto this (sighs) other service. Ah. I swear to I swear to God that if I didn't already have HBO Max for free through my cell phone, I'd cancel the fucker. I mean, just all of just all right. On one hand, at least they're getting their house in order a little bit now, but I think they're they're doing it back assworts and wrong and and all of that. And then Showtime and Paramount and. <laughs> I mean, I've got a really good friend who is affected by all of this. And she lives in New York and is part of this merger and shit. So when Showtime finally goes bye-bye, she's losing her damn job. So all of this isn't just some pie-in-the-sky oh. thing. This is an actual thing that's oh, going yeah. on. 
And it's just fucking with people's lives and, and all of this. And we have way too much shit. And it's all going to end up... I remember seeing this once when we worked at Iltis about how eventually there are going to be five companies in the world. And it's going to be Google, Disney, and, and all of this other sort of shit making up one con giant conglomerate. Oh. I would like to get there. <laughs> Because I'm tired of all this I, shit. I kind of don't want to get there because I don't want just five people to rule the world. Well, no, I don't want five people to rule the world either. But, my God, when is, when is the mismanagement of all of this going to stop? And when are they going to finally just start listening to people to say, I do want this, I don't want that, I don't want to pay this much for it, but this is the kind of content that I wouldn't mind being on your site. Yeah. It, it's just frustrating because when we try to, to, to swim around and find shit to watch, I, I literally was sitting there like, what channel is that on again? And I say channel meaning streaming yeah. service. Yeah, where you, do I find this I mean. at all? Where do I find this? And there are so many. Oh, my God, yeah. There are just so many. So... Whatever whatever you folks want to do, first of all, thank you very much for listening and subscribing over this past year. We really appreciate it. Spread the word. We would like to get 35 subscribers by 2023. Yes, please. Yes, please. <sighs> but honestly, take our word for it or don't take our word for it, but but there there is some really good stuff out there to still consume. And to Patty's point, it's we're lucky that there aren't just three channels anymore, like the like some of us who were growing up only had to deal with. But what I did notice, mm -hmm. Patty, was that there is a lot of mediocrity. Oh God, there. yeah, yeah, a ton of mediocrity, like content for content's sake. Yeah, and when they blow up all these studios and not literally but figuratively and and like take away their content and putting this on whatever like at least make it baller content yeah don't take all the mediocre shit and put it in one place because then it's gonna yeah, sell just because i'll tell you what apple tv plus is very steadily being the place to go for quality entertainment yeah my top four apple tv plus and you didn't even mention, I didn't even mention Mythic Quest is yeah, on Apple yeah. TV+. Well, that, Plus. it wasn't like new for 2022. No, and, and it wasn't, that's, but That's why again, I didn't mention it, but yeah, that totally is a damn fine show. And it had a new season. Right. And it, right, that just debuted. Yeah. So it's three episodes deep now, probably four, I think, um, but into a, into a brand new season. Then there was that show that you were watching, The Morning Show. Oh, yeah. That's on Apple TV+. That. Plus. I think it might have a second season. It also has Coda. Coda that's, I saw that way back, yeah. The best picture of last mm -hmm. year. So when you think about quality... I reviewed it before anybody else was talking about it. Well, if we're such fucking trendsetters, why, why don't we? I don't know, but I did set that trend. I talked about it first. <laughs> Because yeah, it was a damn did. good movie. Okay. Damn good movie. Well, uh, they all play on our fear of missing out. Oh, they man. do. Yes. They really They're good do. At that. But in the end, but in the end, in many cases, you're only missing out on mediocre. Yes. And that's what we're here to tell you. That's right. So we will still be here in 2023 watching shit so that, one, you don't have to, and two, so that we can give you the full skinny on it if you do choose to partake in an episode of two or two. So thank you for trusting us with that as well. Make sure you log on to thewatchlistpod.com. Click on that Contact Us button. What were your favorites of this year? What was your favorite TV series or limited series? And what was your favorite movie? Whether it was a theatrical release or, or a movie that, that started streaming, tell us. We would love to know. Engage with us on social media at symbol Bill Ivory Larson, at symbol Pirate Alice, at symbol The Watchlist Pod. Make sure you click on that, con that uh, subscribe button and please tell a friend about us.
Actually, I got a really good compliment oh, about did you us. Know? We sound great. Oh, that's good, because I'm always worried about that. Well, I am. I but really, the, I literally am. Always worried about I know that. you are, but but shout out to Gary and Meredith. Shout out to Gary and Meredith. Hi, hi guys. Um, they were telling me that they listen to the podcast, you know, like as they're doing stuff, and we're very entertaining, so thank you for saying that. But they also said that some of the other podcasts that they listen to don't even sound good. Oh, yeah. I, I've experienced plenty of those. Ooh. Right. So uh, at least recommend us for a great-sounding podcast. <laughs> right? <laughs> and the award for best sound in podcasting goes to... Yeah. Why did I sound like a little old British lady? I have no idea. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm Richard Attenborough. The best podcast sound. No. I'm weird. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah, is all the are. chocolate and sweets I was eating before the show kicking in. <laughs> Wee! Anyway, so, and also, if you listen to us on Apple, please give us a five-star review. We appreciate you very much. And thank you for listening. Thank I guess you. we'll be back in 20, are, are we going to do a year, like a New Year's show, or are we going to be back, like, first week of January? Well, that would be the New Year's show, because that Monday is the second. Like I said, we will see everybody. <laughs> God damn it, I'm so <laughs> Anyway, anyway, if you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. No matter what holiday you celebrate, may you have a very happy holiday during your season. Please have a very safe and merry New Year's Eve and New Year's Day celebration wherever you are. And just take care of yourself. We appreciate yes, you. Yes, we do. All right, everybody, you take care. We'll see you next year. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay, okay bye. bye.